this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and I hope every one of you are having a blessed, wonderful, amazing day today. I tell you, I uh, what a wonderful life we've been given and granted to live on this planet, you know. And even though we have ups and downs and trials and tribulations, you know, I like what the Bible says. It says, be of good cheer, for I've overcome. And that's a great feeling, a great moment to say, you know what, no matter what I'm going through, this is already overcome. It's already dealt with. And I love that feeling. So I hope hope today you're feeling that acceleration of victory for whatever situation you might be going through today. And I also want to be able to interject something today. I want to take a season where we're sort of getting back into a little bit more of what I consider law of attraction in the sense of really not just thinking right, thinking positive, you know, having a positive mindset, but really getting into the being of who you are. What I want to do this season is have you to discover who you really are, knowing the inner side of you, the inner parts of you that Maybe you tend to overlook maybe exactly the subconscious mind of exactly what is stored in the subconscious. What is it that your conscious mind is really wanting to say to you today? And so when we talk about law of attraction and talk about our beingness and we talk about, you know, uh, thoughts becoming things, is that a reality for us? Sure it is. Once again, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And even though many people say, man, you know what? You know, you talk about the scripture a whole lot. I do. And I talked about all the, a lot of scriptures as well. But one thing I want to bring out to you is the understanding that it's not even just about taking one scripture, cherry picking out of the Bible, taking one scripture, focusing on that one scripture and just sort of overlooking everything else. No, we want to be able to take the sound counsel of God. We want to be able to take every scripture and begin to dissect it and break it down and that's what we do throughout the years but every season I like to take a focus on certain things to be able to say you know what what if this is what God wants us to focus on right now and my go-to my foundation is built on not one scripture but the entire counsel of God but here's what's great and we could we could use the word magical for lack of better words I know sometimes that sort of tips over your sacred cow in the sense of oh we don't use the word magical as Christians well get over it all right because it's just a it's just a, a word that we can sort of interject here and just make it sound great because I want your life to be wonderful blessed and magical because God wants it to be over the top now, what's great about the scripture when it deals with as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, or according to the original language, so is he, him, or so is his world. What's great about this is we're not talking about just focusing on one thing, because when we deal with as a man thinketh, I want you to think about this for a moment. As we deal with the scripture, this actually fulfills a lot more of the scriptures than you think it does. Because when we sit here and we say, as a man thinketh in his heart. Okay, so right now we're imagining the fact that we're talking about humanity. Because it says as a man, doesn't say as a Jew, doesn't say as a Gentile, doesn't say as a as as a as a, a woman necessarily, or a child, or an adult. It says as a man, and man means humankind or mankind. So we're dealing with the whole population of the planet. 
that as a man thinketh in his heart. So what is this saying to us? It's saying that, you know what, do we want to take one scripture and build a theology around it or take one scripture and build a whole world around it? Absolutely not. But what's great about certain scriptures like this is it actually interjects a lot more of fulfillment of a lot more of the scriptures in the Bible. But not only that, but it actually builds a lifestyle that would work for anyone on this planet. Think about that. I mean, there's certain scriptures that we could say are used maybe more towards Christian people because of the fact that certain things sort of revolve around Christianity, right? And so that's the name of the game, right? Certain things of Buddhism, we could say, would work for a Buddhist, right? Or certain things maybe a Hindu would work for more of a Hindu than it would from somebody who doesn't believe in Hinduism or Christianity that's maybe an atheist and they're trying to interject certain things. Huh? Not all the time does it work, right? And so when we look upon this scripture, the certain scriptures for as a man thinketh in his heart. We're dealing with the, the idea that this is for humanity. This it goes beyond a religion, goes beyond a relationship. This goes beyond anything, culture, goes beyond east and west and north and south. This involves humanity, every person that ever has been on this planet and every person that ever will be on this planet. So when we say, as a man thinketh in his heart, I like the next verse, so is he. So he is. So is he. So is his world. So is his lifestyle. So is his community. So is his housing. So is his car. So is his world. So is his job. So is his love. So is his partnership. So is, so is his lifestyle. Because when we deal with this scripture, we're dealing with something that speaks of your entire being. Uh, from the moment you were born to the moment you die. Because how you think, how you think, and here's what's great about it. This scripture, once again, transcends past religions. It transcends past everything because what this verse is talking about is God recording in his word that whatever a human being is on this planet, that whatever they decide to think, whatever they decide to become, whatever they decide to believe, whatever they decide to watch, whatever they decide to listen to, whatever they decide to read, whatever they decide to hang out with, Whatever, whoever they decide to marry, whoever they decide to, to have relations with, whatever the case may be, whatever they choose, their world is going to become that same exact thing. So how you see yourself as a Christian, how you see yourself as a Buddhist, how you see yourself as an atheist, how you see yourself as anything... <laughs> Male, female, black, white, no matter who or what you are, how you see yourself, how you see your identity, your being, that is what's going to prophesy about your future of what it's going to become. That is what's prophesying about what you're living in now. That is what is drawing you more closer to that thing of the thought. So I can pretty much prophesy and tell you what your future is going to be about because of how you think and how you see yourself in the mirror. How you believe in yourself. How you, how you, what your thoughts are towards yourself in your belief system. Then I can pretty much tell you nine times out of ten if you're going to end up being successful. If you're going to end up being a lover of people. If you're going to end up cheating on your wife. Oh, that's a big one, isn't it? If you're going to end up, you know, making good money. If you're going to end up doing this or doing that. Pretty much where you're going to end up as far as where you're going to live. The countryside, the city. Because if you think about it, 
how you see yourself, how you view yourself towards an audience of people that maybe think just like you, how you view yourself around an audience of people that don't even know who you are, how you view yourself among the rich and famous, how you view yourself and how you see yourself among the poverty-stricken, how you see yourself among black people, how you see yourself among white people, how you see yourself among atheists, how you see yourself among anyone on this planet. Because how you see yourself will determine of who will be around you, what kind of job you're going to work, what kind of money you're going to make. It does. Because a fighter that never gives up, guess what? He'll rise to the top. A person who knows he is who he says he is. A person who is honest, upfront, and, and trustworthy. A person who, who never gives up, who doesn't bend to the social opinion of people. The social, you know, part of uh, what everybody else is doing. You know, it's the part of them seeing themselves as saying, this is what I'm going to accomplish. And, and no matter how many times I get beaten up, no matter how many times I get beaten down, no matter how many times I get rejected, no matter how many times I get abandoned, I will not. Because I've bound to determine to, let's say, become a millionaire. I'm bound to determine to marry this kind of person. I'm bound to determine to have this kind of job. Then guess what? They're going to have it. And they might have to go through a lot of hoops. And they might have people that are like Job's friends who say, Hey, Job, look, everything got taken from you. You need to curse God and just die, right? Thank God Job did listen to him. Because he could have easily given into that. And guess what? His life would have been just that. He would have died. But he believed in something greater. And that was no matter how much, the scripture says no matter how much God slays, it, slays him, it doesn't mean God just wants to tear him down and destroy him. It means there was a testing ground there just to see what was made out of Job. Because God knew that Job was an upstanding, upright man that was going to serve him regardless. Because he knew he didn't put his faith in, in, in this or this or this. And so at the end of his life, he got double back than what he started with. Because God knew that if you're bound to determine to think a certain way, to be a certain way, to love a certain way, to hate a certain way, to see yourself as being lesser than, see yourself as being greater than, no matter the case, your future will look just like your, that. Your future will mimic your consciousness every single time. So when we deal with, oh man, he's talking about this again. Oh man, she's talking about that again. First of all, we got to realize this one thing. When, the, when you deal with certain scriptures and you deal with universal principles, you're dealing with things that, like the Bible says, it rains upon the just and the unjust. There are just certain things universally that are just for everybody on this planet, no matter who or what they are, or what they believe or don't believe. So there's certain things that just work for everybody. Gravity. Gravity works for everyone, no matter what a person is. A person could be mean, they could be loving, they could be an atheist, they could be a Satanist, they could be a Christian, a spirit-filled Christian, they could be whatever. And guess what? It just gravity doesn't care. If you drop a ball, if you drop a human, if you drop your car, if you drop your clothes, I mean, it doesn't matter because it's going to hit the ground. So gravity doesn't care. There's certain things, elements that God has placed in this universe that doesn't really care about what you think about it. It just works. Now, you can use it for your benefit. Or you can use it through ignorance and it can hurt you or kill you. So when you look at things such as 
will say the coin to term law of attraction. Or as a man thinketh in his heart, that's just how he is. That's how his world is. That's how his world becomes. That's what his future holds. Whatever last part of that scripture you want to put to it is going to fit beautifully because that all those definitions fit into the original language of what this verse is saying. So I want you to think about that today, to realize that it's not about let's just sort of pick, cherry pick this one scripture and just beat it to death in the ground, right? No. It's about this goes beyond, beyond just one little thing working for you. This goes beyond your entire lifestyle, your entire world, your entire existence. That will include other scriptures and other universal principles along with everything else in your life as your style of living. So when you think about that, we're not dealing with just a scripture. We're dealing with a universal principle that is so strong and so potent that it tells about your history and it tells about your future and it tells about everybody else's history and future around you. So this is why I love to take certain things and say, you know what, guys, I can't drill it in our heads enough until we decide and we we determine to understand that this is how the world is ran. And once we do, the entire world can shift. The entire world can completely radically change if we just understood that this incorporates everything of who we are, everything of what we'll ever do. Because that scripture alone is letting you know, if you want to see the future you, then you better understand what you're thinking. You better see yourself in the mirror as being a being that is whole, a being that is strong, a being that is vulnerable, a being that is honest and upright, a being that is full of integrity, but also a being that's not afraid to kick some butt in life to become something, to be something. When I hear people say, well, success is not a big thing for me, then guess what? Then success will never come knock on your door, ever. Well, money's not, I don't care about money. You know, these Christians talk about money. Well, then guess what? Don't worry about it. You'll never have money. So you'll never have to worry. It'll, it'll never be your problem. But for those of people who it's not their problem because they don't have a love for money because they know that that is the, the, the love of it is the root of all evil, but they know how to, how to use it. They know how to befriend it in the sense of using it because the scripture says very plainly that money answers all things. And so guess what? For those people, they'll have it. For those who say everybody is going to, you know, it will take advantage of you in this world. Trust no one. Then guess what? That person will be lonely the rest of their life. They'll never have anyone in their life. And if they do, guess what? Nine times out of ten, yep, they're right. Those people you can't trust because they'll definitely take advantage of you because you've set into motion to attract those kind of people. For people who say, my life is horrible. It's always going to be horrible. Now, are there times in my life when my life has gone, uh, we'll say, to pot, you know, where it's just gone bad at that moment? And I've said, man, life just sucks right now. Sure, I have. But it's not like a magical wand that just says, well, you said it, so the rest of your life, based on that one moment you were not happy, is going to be this devastating to you. No. It's a consistent way of thinking about your life, about people, about how you see creation, how you see God, how you see your enemies and your and, and your friends. I mean, it's how you see everything. So that is going to be 
a change in your life. Not because you said it one time, but because you believed that that is a reality for you. Big difference. Big difference in getting upset saying, oh, I'm so mad I could scream right now. You know, or, oh, I just want to just, you know, throw my computer around the room. You know, it's acting up. Or, man, every bill right now is just piling up on me. There's a difference in that and then truly believing that the rest of your life, man, I can't, I never, I can never have any money. Bills are always there. Well, guess what? Then you're setting into motion a brand new vibration, a brand new frequency, a brand new lifestyle. And what happens is the style of that poverty begins to incorporate itself within the life you live. So when, so when Jesus said, I've died to give you life and life more abundantly, here's what's beautiful about this, about this verse is he's died to give you life and life more abundantly. Life, life incorporates anything and everything. Good, bad, and ugly. That's life. You know, have, have my grandparents passed away in, in my lifetime? Sure. So that was part of my life right? Life doesn't mean everything's going to be beautiful and, and roses and nothing's going to be bad. Jesus didn't die to give you perfection. He didn't die to give you goodness. The scripture never says that. He died to give you life and life more abundantly, which means you can dive deep into life and make it what you want it to be and make it what how God sees your life being for you. And you can shift your world into being that sort of life-giving spirit that God wants you to have and, and, and walk in. That's what it means. And so when you think of style, you think of the fact that everything you think is nothing more than a seed incorporating into your life that is creating a style. So when we say life versus lifestyle, I love those two words because the style of your living is created by how you see yourself and how you think about people and how you think about yourself and how you think about life in general. So you create the style. God gave you the life. And I want you to think about that today. God gave you an abundance of life, but he didn't give you the style. The style is up to you of what you want it to be and how you're creating it. Hey guys, I just want to encourage you and thank you so much for being a part of our podcast today. And as always, I really appreciate every one of you. And if you want to hear more about the subject, I would say go to our website, identitynetwork.net. We have thousands of people that go through our courses yearly. And one of the courses that would really be good for you is to download the course that's called School of the Law of Attraction. School of the Law of Attraction. I've taken 101% biblical uh, scriptures to be able to incorporate in this in this course to show you just how much from Genesis to Revelation that we deal with law of attraction all the time. And so many great, powerful characters in the Bible dealt with it as well. They understood it of how it works and how it functions. So I would say download today School of the Law of Attraction from IdentityNetwork.net. And I'll close with this. As always, folks, you know that if you don't like your day and you're in a bad mood right now and you, you see you see your life just spiraling down, stop right now. The old saying, stop looking, listen, stop right now. Rethink how you're thinking rethink of how you want to see your day. And I guarantee you, your day will slowly start making that shift to be a little bit, little bit more brighter, a little bit more illuminated of good things. God bless you. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.